well, well. So I recorded an episode yesterday. I'm trying something slightly different here. I'm going to record it just using my phone, my phone's microphone rather than the uh, the external one that I had plugged in. wasn't crazy about the sound quality of it. The volume was higher, but it seemed to clip out a little bit. So we'll just try it here for, for now and whatever. Hopefully the message gets across. Anyway, coronavirus, what's it called? COVID-19, something like that. Honestly, I haven't been paying a ton of attention to it because... Well, I I don't know. It's it's one of those things that I I think it's going to blow over in time. And I know a lot of people are getting worked up about it. It is a big deal. But at the same time, I I remember there was mass panic when what was the other thing going on? Oh, it was it was around actually 9/11 was the last time I remembered this kind of panic. And at that point, it was all about terrorism, and people were, you know, worried that there would be a massive world war, and, you know. So, I guess I've seen these kind of things, and I've seen they blow over. Y2K was another one in my lifetime. And SARS, of course, and various other things that you see mass panic and then everything goes back to normal. You know, some sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get there. But I remember, distinctly I remember when everybody was freaking out about terrorists, the possibility of terrorist attacks and nukes and that kind of thing. And the media got everybody hyped up as well when, when Trump was kind of agitating Korea and people were saying, oh, it's going to be another world war and... You know, we have to, as like, you know what? Sack up a little bit. Stop buying into all the media. Like, they, the only reason the media is able to maintain an existence with the, the way that media is today, with the way that YouTube is and these types of things is, is through, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the word's escaping me, but basically hyping everything up to an exaggerated amount. And that's what they're doing now, and people who are buying into it are probably going to find they're panicking for no reason. Now, but, I mean, that doesn't mean it's not serious, the fact that I'm taking a pretty casual worldview on it. I mean, I just found out yesterday, I recorded an episode yesterday, and... About 10 minutes later, I got a, a call. I was off yesterday. I was off work. But because it was my birthday. Um, but then I got a call saying that we are... My group is not to report to work for a month. Now, this is somewhat concerning because it's going to have financial implications on the company. Of course it is. So it, I wasn't particularly happy about that. I'm sure some people would say, and because it, it is paid, so it's a paid month off work. What did he do? But the thing is, the money doesn't grow on trees. The company has to, you know, come up with the money to pay me somewhere. 
and everybody else in my department. So, and this is probably not just locally, this is probably nationwide, this is rolling out. So it's gonna take a huge hit. Obviously it is, and, and it's gotta normalize one way or another. So that is definitely reason for somewhat concern, but I'm still not overly stressed about it. What I am more stressed about is what, what do I do over the next month? I'm not going to be able to go to the gym. I'm not going to have a lot of the same routine that I'm used to. How do I keep sane? How do I focus my activities so that they're meaningful? And that's one of the reasons why I'm recording this right now. I wanted to think about that. I wanted to... I, I think it... Yesterday, while I was talking about it, I guess I reiterated the idea that the whole point of this podcast is so that I can think about problems, talk through problems. And my problem right now that I wanted to talk through is the idea of... Well, I've got no gym for the next month because the gym I go to is at work and while part of me wants to say ah, I'll just go in anyway because technically I could I also want to respect what they're doing and why they're doing it which is you know to keep people away from these kind of things and so how can I productively use this month while not turning into a fat slob? And that's more difficult probably than it sounds. Like I say, yesterday was my birthday. My wife made me a amazing carrot cake, which is sitting in there calling my name. And actually my, my stepdaughter made me a cake as well. She made me a, it was designed to look like sushi. It was super cute. Her, she's only 12 years old. Her and her cousin were making this and they made me one for my birthday. And it's basically pure icing, which is great. But, but you know, I don't really want to become too complacent and too lazy and, you know, I want to take care of myself. So one of the things that this is definitely going to put on hold my plans to do that MI40 program because it's designed to be done with resistance training with weights. I did at one point, I think actually about the time I started this podcast, my gym was going through some renovations, the gym at work. So my plan was to do a body weight type program for a while. Uh, that didn't really last. I couldn't stand it. Uh, not that I couldn't stand it. I couldn't maintain it too well. I just It just wasn't the same, you know? I didn't get the same kind of thrill from that. So I wound up joining a, a different gym. And I enjoyed that. I made some good progress. And then the gym at work opened up, so I returned to that. So now I'm in this different state. It's, it's similar but different. My question is, what do I do? Do I go back to trying to do the body weight type things that I didn't necessarily enjoy too terribly much? That's it's difficult. Um, 
I mean, I want to, when I'm thinking about when I want to return to work, what state do I want to return to work in? I would love to return to work in better shape than, than before. That would require a lot of discipline being around the house. If I could set myself up in a way so that when I return to this MI40 program, I would get the most out of it, that would probably be optimal. And what would that look like? Well, if the point of MI40 is primarily for muscle building, setting that up, setting up the stage for that might look like a depletion mode, depletion mode of diet, so that when you return to normalcy as far as calories, you're, it's, this is an idea that I've tried in the past. To an extent, it works. It it was there was uh, Rob Regish made a program called the Blueprint, and essentially that was the idea that you sort of slingshot yourself. You do a week worth of eating very little, getting yourself uh, quite depleted, and then you spend an extended period of time above your caloric well you you take like a weekend you take two or three days where you're very high you you basically you're consuming everything in sight and then after that you kind of taper it off to be sort of a normal level of calories the idea being that you overcompensate during those few days and the workouts are designed to be depletion as well i don't know that i necessarily want to do that certainly not for a month but if i could get my if I could get my body lean to the point where um, to the point where after that I'm not I don't want to see I don't want to bulk up the thing I haven't liked the idea of bulking in a long long time I've always found I get fat when I quote unquote bulk and I hate that I hate looking soft I'd rather look super lean and a little bit less muscular than look uh, huge and soft. I just don't like the look. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't look good on me. I don't find. So I think that should be my focus is getting insanely lean over the next month. And as far as resistance building, I'm I basically I'm going to have no choice but to do body weight type stuff I'll have to be creative push-ups are easy obviously and that's going to work your pushing muscles um, I do have some like I do have a pull-up or chin-up bar or whatever you want um, which but I, I don't really like it it's one of the doorway ones I've got a few things I've got some weights in the garage maybe that should be one of my goals is if I just set up my garage to be a mini gym. Maybe that would sustain me a little bit. Also, I do have these 
parallel dip bars that might be good i can you can do some stuff with it you can do you can actually uh if you're creative you can do quite a few things with them that's why i got them in the first place i bought them then i barely used them so i'll put those to work so Anyway, I'll update you as I go along here. Because I'm off, I'll probably be doing a lot more regular updates. They'll probably be smaller, uh, correction, shorter type episodes, but um, but more frequent. So maybe this will give you something. If you're off work, it might give you a little something extra to feed into your brain, hopefully, and and keep yourself from, from going insane. And... Uh, I would say if you have ideas on this, actually, I would encourage anybody, please reach out to me. Uh, give me your ideas if you hear this and, and you've got some thoughts. Uh, depending on where you're you're uh, hearing this, um, my best way to reach me if you want to get me directly is probably my email, thebuffer at live.com, which I suppose I should check. I should start checking more frequently since it's not one of my more common emails, but it's the easiest to say and the easiest probably for you to remember. So the buffer at live.com. If you have some ideas, uh, that would be very cool. And then, um, then I can work with those and share them as well if you like and whatever. Okay. So, uh, that's it for today and, uh, talk to you next time.